Welcome everybody to another episode of the Keepers of the Book. I am your host, Maz, joined here with none other than you love him, you hate him, you love to hate him, Last Jordan. Uh, so, my friend, we are covering today The Way of Kings, chapters 42 to 47, and I don't know about you, Jordan, but I am starting to feel like the rumblings of an avalanche. And not the rumbling from Attack on Titan. Just the rumblings of an avalanche. Oh, Attack on Titan. Let's not get started on that. Yeah, that made me sad. I, I, I knew how you were going to react on this thing. I'm, I just wanted to see your reaction. <laughs> so I'm going to be honest here. I, I I think the Brandon Lanch, Sandra Lanch, all the all, whatever you want to call it, whoever wants to give it a name, I think it's going to happen. I think it's not. I think we're not there yet, but I think he's given us the tidbits of it coming up. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, I'm about to get you guys. If you've been reading my books, here it goes. Like, we've read Mistborn, and obviously, I think this, was this one before some Mistborn books, too? I don't, I honestly don't know. Are you talking like, uh, as far as the timeline where it it takes place? No, 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 like when the book was written. Oh, no, 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 yeah, this was after. Uh, Mistborn was definitely before. Okay, that's, that's what I thought. Sometimes my brain was far. Maybe it's the second trilogy is what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. yeah, I think Alloy of Law was written after um, Way of Kings. Okay, and by the way, uh, I'm going to say that the uh, Alloy of Law comes out this year, yeah? Uh, no, Lost Metal. Alloy of Law. Or Lost Metal, I'm sorry. Years years yeah, Lost Metal. Oh, man, yeah, I, was all, I was all hyped about it. But anyways, you know, I, I think know. he's setting us up for, I think, a big reveal. Of something. I don't know what it is. I don't think it's like a big like event. I think it's more of a reveal of of maybe a character or something of a character. Um so and, and we're gonna get into it. Uh, but I think there's something to do with Gavilar. Um like so, again we're gonna get into it uh, more. I think it's like halfway through the section today as far as the reading goes. But Gavilar we already knew he was a very how do I put this? Interesting dude. Like he's way deeper than we initially anticipated, um, mm-hmm. and it's just, it 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 keeps picking up. And I'm, yeah, there, there's more than meets the eye when it comes to his assassination, and there's more than meets the eye when it comes to his, uh, his tenure as president, president, uh, his tenure <laughs> as king. <laughs> right, like there, there's something there. Um, so, so do you think you know? Do you think? Because remember last time we talked about some like background groups that we don't know about yet. You see what I'm saying? Like remember last time we were like, oh yeah, background groups that we don't know about yet that are pulling some strings. Oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. There's definitely more. Like right. So yeah, do you some... think he was involved? I don't think he was involved. I think he was trying to uncover. Oh, so you think he wasn't privy to the information? No, he was actually trying to I get privy to, to the information. I think I truly think Gavilar was a good guy, and I think he was trying to uncover some conspiracy or some something. I truly think he was trying to uncover something and um, the powers that be, so to speak, could not let that get out. I mean, that, that is a hundred percent makes sense. Why wouldn't it? Right. So that's why they hired the white assassin. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I don't know if you guys have ever seen like artwork of death. death. He's oh. awesome. Yeah. Start Blade and all. Awesome. Yeah. Like, uh, if you guys ever get a chance, look up Ari Ibarra. 
and his work on assassin and white and it's actually a depiction of that first scene the the assassination scene when he's like running on the walls oh my god it's just beautiful I, i i saw that artwork before i started reading and that artwork got me hyped up uh, way of kings in general just has the only comparable series i think that has uh really good artwork in my opinion is game of thrones like if you look at some of the artwork for song of ice and fire series and fire and blood and all that uh they're they're just a fan-made artwork is just so so good It, it it's just so epic feeling you know like uh, like like large scale epic feeling. Yeah, like not the small and you, you can stuff. tell that there's just so much depth to the world when you look at the art. I don't I don't know what it is, and and if you guys are listening, what's his name again? Artists, I'm sorry, I, I totally nerfed him. His name? Uh, who the assassin? No, no, the, the artist, my friend. Oh, Ari, A R I. Ari, Ari. All right, Ari. <laughs> he did some Avatar: Last Airbender art too, which I was absolutely in love with. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were going to say it like subpar, and I was like, all right, now you're contradicting yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. He, he does amazing work. He's actually responded to some of my questions, too. I actually have two of his uh, Wheel of Time artworks made into display posters, and they're hanging on my wall currently. What are the uh, odds of me getting him on the phone? If I can get him on the phone, yeah. game <laughs> All over. right, man, what you got for me? Um, but So this is actually a psa to all of you guys listening if any of you guys are artists or you have a knack for you know art drawing i mean and you like a series a lot and you feel like there's not a lot of hype around a series draw art for that series Mm -hmm. if you're reading say i don't know five warrior angels series and you say oh this series is underrated make some artwork for that series and i guarantee you i guarantee you people are going to start uh, reading this series just because of that work. I guarantee it. 100%. Um, I, I could see that. Why Why wouldn't it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, one of those questions, like, why Why wouldn't it? Yeah, because it, I don't know. It's it like, it just increases the hype, increases. I was like, oh, this is cool. This, so this is a setting. This is what's in the book. Okay, I want to experience this for myself. So, yeah. it, um, but it anyways. helps like the imagination too. Like, yeah, you know, really some does. people, some people have a hard time. I mean, That's honestly, the, you have a hard time imagining things so when those fans make this i mean if you don't respect it as a beautiful piece of work i mean we're not gonna go into that but it's like dude like they just all of a sudden drew this from just a like again a handful of sentences that the author gave this character and at some point in the book yeah no i i agree um and it's I don't know how to explain it. There's like a certain feeling that you get when you can see a character depiction, even if it's not totally accurate, but when you can see the depiction of the character, it like, it increases the, the enjoyment. It's almost like you're playing a video game without playing a video game. Yeah. Per se. I, I, I agree. But anyways, I think we've dilly-dallied enough. So let's go ahead and get on into it. Oh, we have um, dilly-dallied. <laughs> yeah. uh, and like I said, we are covering chapters 42 to 47. So without further ado, um, I, I okay, I'll, side note here, again before, I'm sorry, I, we will start. But Kaladin, I'm not liking his POVs as much. I actually want to go back to Dalinar. 
Yeah. If we were to drop one and pick up another, I'd rather drop Dalinar, or sorry, Kaladin, and go back to Dalinar, or hell, even drop Kaladin and go to Zeth, because I think that'd be really cool to see what he's doing right now. Well, and and this is the problem, like, when you start to have, like, there's a point where backstory becomes, like, daunting. a little bit, Yes, yes. I have a feeling that possibly this first book was written in a fashion where he's like, you know what? True, like a true reader of my novels will get to this point And then all of a sudden be like, shoot, I can't even think about putting any of these series. Like I'm going to read the whole series fast. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I, I just, that's what I feel about this, this book in this series is that we're getting a lot of Naruto filler, but once the Epic hits, we're just going to stay in Epic. Obviously not like Naruto because we can go back to fillers, but right. whatever. But you see, I'm like, I'm I'm holding out for that hope that he's just gonna drop it on us right on our heads. And, and I'm sure he will, because that's just what he does. And like I've heard uh, complaints about Rhythm of War uh, being kind of slow, but even mm-hmm. the people who actually did not like the book, like straight up didn't, even they can see that the ending is still fantastic. So right. I, I'm I'm still confident that it'll be fine. Um, and for what it's worth, I'm still very much enjoying the book. Um, I just, I, I don't care for Kaladin's POV at the moment, but anyways, uh, I like, I think... so I will say out of Kaladin's POV, when rock and Teft are involved, that's usually yeah, my favorite moments. Yeah. It's more enjoyable for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the bridge four in general, they're very, they're very intriguing. I, I like them a lot. Um, but anyways, uh, Shalon still doesn't know how to use the soul caster. And it, at this point, since it's been so long that she's stolen the Soulcaster, to my understanding, I'm starting to wonder: did Shalon, did Yasna just let her take it, and is she like testing her or something? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, and this is just obviously a lot of it's a lot of what we say is opinion, but there has to be an end game for Yasna. She has to have, she has to know something. Like this woman. You're talking about the smartest person that we know of in this yeah, universe yeah, yeah. so far. And you're going to tell me that she doesn't notice that a Fabriol is gone? Yeah, no. And it's not It's not just that. Like, I understand that there was a possibility that maybe she just, just doesn't use it that much. So she hasn't gotten around to even mm-hmm. testing it. And like, oh, wait, why is this not working? And I can kind of, kind of get that. But again, like you said, like, I just... I don't know if I buy it. It just seems hard to buy that the smartest yeah, woman in our universe for, right for now this is long. Getting, you're telling me she never yeah. attempted to even, you know, hold Think a soul about caster. it. <laughs> yeah. Cause I feel like she's so smart that if she just held a soul caster, she might be able to pick up on that. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, um, you know, I, this isn't right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, What do you think Yasna's doing then? I really don't know. And and this is why I kind of go back and forth on it because I'm just like, what is she waiting for? Is she waiting for Shalon to admit it? That uh, Shalon like fesses up and then she agrees to help her or something like that? But Or is it like a philosophical thing where she's like, I'm teaching you because I know what you were here for. Like even worse. Like I knew you were here mm-hmm. for this and that's why I accepted you. And I'm hoping that, yeah, no, that could, I actually like that. I mean, you know, she's like, I'm hoping you did the right thing, which 
I don't know. Maybe or maybe it's one of those things where it's like I now know you're human. Like you're not like I, I don't know. It's just one of those things where you don't you don't really know what her motives are because I mean, let's be honest, we don't know the character. And like to be like frankly honest, it'd be cool to see her POV like maybe after she figures out that it was stolen or if she already did or one of those deals where you you get to see Ziasna's POV. That'd be really cool. That I don't know why I never thought about that. I mentioned Zeth as a possible POV. I never mentioned Yasna, but that's actually a very good point. Uh, it's like, what is her brain POV. going at? Yeah, oh, like a million miles per hour. Oh. Um, but anyways, uh, Shalon gets high off of uh, Jam, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And this is what leads me to more concretely believe that I am 100% certain that Cobsol is evil. Or, the, or maybe mm. if not evil, but he is, you know, he's playing Shalon. Um, yeah, because why would an ardent be like interested intimately with another female when he's supposed to take a vow of whatever? Right. Exactly. Per se. Um, so I'm just gonna do the Shalon POV first and then we can jump back over to Kaladin. So Shalon is continuing her studies, and this is what at this point where she reads some of Gavilar's uh writings where mm-hmm. Gavilar is with the Prashendi. Or sorry, no. Um, but yeah, no. Sorry, I was right. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one where she talks about uh, Gavilar spending a lot of time with Prashendi, which I don't know about you, but that's a little weird as far as like kingly actions, if for lack of a better phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, like, could you imagine any king just like, oh, I, I'm going to be an anthropologist now. <laughs> like, I'm just going to go study these people and their culture. Like, that, it's just, it just doesn't track, especially a king right, who's, like, that... supposedly trying to unite Alethi, or Alakthar, I, sh- I should say, right? Like, he wanted to unite these different kingdoms under one banner. So, if that, that's already so difficult, and that takes so much time and right. effort... Why is he spending so much time with the Prashendi? What is it that he sees in them that he feels could benefit society or his people? So there's something there. Um, and apparently there's right. fragments like the classical scholars work are all in the way of kings. And we, we know for a fact that this Which is, is a, you know, hard enough in itself when he knows nothing. Uh, Dalinar is like trying to obsess over trying to figure out the puzzle pieces. Um, Right. Yeah. And so she tells Cobsol that she's leaving. And he tells her, okay, okay, how about this? You you draw a picture for me. And so she gets a drawing and she draws those shadowy figures what? again. And then she like freaks out. So on. At this point, she like summons. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. You were freaking out. I'm like, wait, why? What? Yeah, remember the ten heartbeats thing. She's trying yes. to. She tries yes, to yes, summon yes. a shard blade. Okay. She didn't like finish. She didn't finish. It, the fact that she tried. She summoned. Like she tried to summon the shard blade. You know what I mean? She doesn't. That's nuts to me. Wait, who? That's really nuts. No. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, I didn't know. But I didn't know she had a shard blade. Why would she, tr- uh, Shalon? I'm pretty sure it's in books. 
But why would she try to summon a sharp? And how would she even know how to summon? Well, a sharp she maybe she thinks it's the same sort of fabrial and the same sort of mechanic. But what would why, why would that help her? Summoning one, I mean. You think Shalana is a, a shard blade? But we never we've never seen her use it. I don't know, man. I think I think she has. A, Are you I sure that's not like has a no blade. knowledge? I know, I agree, but that ten heartbeats thing, like that's, I uh, it could be, but to uh, the, as far as my current interpretation, I think that she has a shard blade, <laughs> which brings up the point: where did she get it from? It could it could have been passed down from. Her I don't know, man. I think that was I just more of an accident or anything. Not even accident. Right? Like that was just knowledge that she I, had or something. Because I, I don't absolutely flabbergasted if she. I don't think she's a sharp. I definitely don't think she's a sharp blade. Because she would have whacked Nyasna by now. Got to kill her. Take the Fabrio, go home. Wait, yeah. And if she had a sharp blade, wouldn't she sell it to make her? Like she would buy a kingdom. No, I mean, why would she would, be going after this Fabrio if she had a sharp blade? She could just sell it. Okay. She could sell it, but that's limit. That's like. But they always say that how sharpens are so expensive that she live like live like the way that they make them sound is that they're worth kingdoms. Like continuously get generate income. Like how much do you need, like to be a royal family? Like you, you go into some sort of business or trade. That's true. You gotta remember. You could, as an individual, you might be able to live like. But they're not life. running a kingdom. But I are feel they? like if you, um, if you're trying to run a kingdom, that's that's something else entirely. I hold right? like you're I hold cooking staff, to that, gardeners, but warriors. I can see where you're coming from. Uh, like I don't know, it's chefs. That could also be true. Yeah, which is I mean, like. Yeah, I could be totally wrong, and she could have just been counting to ten to calm herself down. Yeah, but anyways, though, you think it's it, spread? There is something there. Uh, there. That shadowy figure, it's like talking to her. I think... Alright, so for anyone who has not read Mistborn's Secret History, like, the skip forward like 45 run. seconds. I think this is the you think, um, other. Did they ever give it a name? Was in. Like the cognitive realm or the spiritual realm. Yeah. I think it's that. Definitely cognitive because I'm pretty sure spiritual was like when you actually pass. Uh, in secret history, I think they called it cognitive realm or spiritual realm or something like that. Okay. Well, that's going to be interesting to uh, see gonna... if that's all connected. Yeah. That's why I think so too. Because then, like, could you. Could a shard move to a different world? Anyways, anyways, anyways. Because we can go off forever on that one. Because she soul casts. Which is crazy because... So, and then anyway, she cuts yeah, so herself because what she's do you the think one that's caught with... Yeah. And, and she, she actually so, like she messed up or something? like blood. Uh, from the goblet, I think so. Oh crap! I think that's just her freaking out. 
I think that seems like a that seems like a su- that's a suck crap. moment. And then you know the blood. Like, hey, I gotta go ahead and a dead giveaway that something's happening. So she cut herself. Um, that is a suck moment. Yeah, cut myself. Which she didn't have a to prove my worth. Not super good. crazy, um, but outing on this. Anyways, this that shepherd. was it. You know, she didn't have any shalon. Um. But yeah, she was slicing herself, so I guess that's a zero to a hundred moment. I mean, it went from zero to a hundred really quick. It went from like, <laughs> God dang it, know. this guy. Yeah, yeah. And so back with Kaladin, he's essentially given up again. Uh, but it seems like he kind of comes like around leave. to it because he's like, "All right, we will." Um, fight back, I guess. So, yeah, but there is a couple things I did want the to child? talk about. He he has big stuff happening, which is why I don't hate the chapter. I do that, enjoy them, that, especially. I, one yeah, I know. I was messing chapter. with you though. It's just um, freaking crazy cause when you were texting me about it. I was yeah, like, ah. the child of ten of asked. Just so epic. That's just epic. Yeah, oh my god, dude, you, you pissed me off so much. I was so hype. I was so excited. And he was like, what? what's epic real. about it? Oh my god. <laughs> some of you guys like follow along to our uh, like, text conversations. You'd be like, Maz has put up with so much crap. That is 100% real. Uh, but anyways, she, one thing before we get into he, that stuff. She who? Still, she said that she has she helped kill men before. Um, yeah, hello. yeah, hold on. That seems like yeah. a massive. Thank you for bringing like, this up. This was something that I um, um, was like uh, so stoked still about. To herself talk about. Has helped kill uh, men before. We're going to do this now? Which? So obviously, she's been attached to another human before. I mean, she can't kill herself. Go ahead. Unless we're not privy to certain information. But that means that she's been attached to another human before, which confirms that. She provides some sort of benefit to the person she's attached to. And whatever benefit that is, you can go ahead and discern for yourself. But, like, that's the exact line of thought. I mean, where, what else would that mean? Like, why else? Would, she's a part of the magic system. So, like, what does she provide for these people that she's helped kill? Or is that the magic? Is she part of the magic? Is, hmm. Per, does she provide guidance or protection? Or does she, like, is there something? It could be. But what if she is a representation of the god and she's just remembering? Like, like almost the atoms of a before god. Before she was. What if, like, the spren are, like, shattered pieces of a god? Right? Right, right, right. So what if she's remembering her time when she was whole Small and bit she of a did reach. help kill men at that point? And I, this could be me severely reaching at this point, but I'm just throwing so much crap out there because he's just, he's very, he's very creative with his stuff. So it, again, I, I think I'm that, sure I'm off, but I'm, I'm I can't also help sure that think. what the true thing is, is like very, very uh, elaborate. I mean, and I don't even want it to be true. Like, I'd rather yours be true because that'd be epic. But, like, in all reality, like, 
that she was probably she I has think to be part of it's it's honest. like Mistborn when you know when the mist was taking and I guess if you haven't read Mistborn yeah spoiler alert when the mist no, no, were taking I, I people and turning them into um mistings of when they were burning ATM like why couldn't it be the same thing with the spren the spren are just mist yeah mistings yeah. per se. All right, that's exactly what I was thinking. But anyways, so that Child of Tanavast chapter is, I want to oh, say, yeah. the only other ep- uh, chapter that like lines up as far as epic level was when Dalinar had his little episode during the High Storm. And um, and he g- kind of like spoke right. to what I assume is either the Almighty or the Stormfather, which I think they may be the same same being. Um, just two two titles for the same being, and I think that chapter and this chapter are both equally very epic, and I loved it a lot. Um, he saw he kind of like travels throughout mm-hmm. Roshar. Now I don't know if he's seeing a vision of the past because I he and we're just like we just haven't read the chapter pretty much people, and I assume that so that leads me to believe this is happening right now. Um, and then he is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and then a god speaks to him. A, a voice. I, I don't want to jump the gun and say god, but I mean, come on. Most likely, it, it, it's a god. Uh, and he says, "The child of Tanavast, child of honor, child of one long, one long since departed." Uh, and then he asks him, like, you know, are we meant to, you know, be? in a war all the time mm-hmm. or are we just meant to fight and do battle and he like he says, like a cat rings. like a cat like and then thunder. he asked Syl about odium and she so it's, it's an evil out. god odium's the evil god yeah she hisses like it just reminds me um, of the eight it reminds dude, me of the 18th situation i don't know i yeah that that scares me I think audio. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, so, or, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the spread are not that necessarily can very well good, happen. And we're getting tricked again. For sure, that could very well happen. That's, um, because I mean, you know, what if Odium's the good guy? So, um, again, I'm just throwing stuff out there. What if Odium's the good guy, and he's trying to make a comeback, and the Spren hate him, right? And the Spren are not the great people; they're not the mm-hmm. great being that we thought they were. So I'm just I'm just throwing ideas out there. I, I understand that a lot of my ideas are conflicting with each other, so I'm not exactly married to any of them. Uh, but yeah, um, and then Kaladin and Adeline run into right, each other, so gonna combat. Cool. Um, and then we get a flashback of Kaladin as a uh, that we saw in chapter one, right? I mean, Whenever like Sen and Dalit and whatnot died, yeah. Uh, so that's gonna be that's Ugh. exciting. Um, Tien was already dead at that point, so that mean that leads me to believe that we're gonna get more Tien chapters. Like, no, Lamb like, dead, happened he? to him, 
And yeah, honestly, I had the same reaction. Like, I like Lamro. Oh, um, uh, Liren. Wait, sorry. Not not Lamro. What was his name? You like the father? I mean, he's very. No, what's um, his name? Uh, Lero. The overall intelligence wise, very Liren. intelligent, practical almost. What does that even mean? Yeah, I, I agree. Good lord. Uh, he definitely has that like, fatherly wisdom, but yeah. These chapters with Kaladin's past. Wisdom from a father. This, I, I, I hate to yeah. say this. And, I mean, I have to. Because I'm feeling it. I hope all this backstory with all these characters, I hope it ends up like... Uh, Later, we're like, oh, oh, like, you know, where you just keep saying, oh, 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 over and over again, because you were surprised. You're like, oh, this is why he, Sanderson told me this or that, or why this little tidbit was left out. Like, I like that. But like, if it was just backstory, just for us to like, yep. coddle the yep. character, like, there needs to be a point where it's too much. Okay. Okay, you, I do have to ask. Just, yes. What do you think about Calvin no. killing the shard no. and then not taking the shard? Not a shard blade. Yeah, like I like I honestly I I, per don't, se, I hate to say this because I love Sanderson, but stuff like this for me is like borderline lazy writing. And I really hate saying I I, I hate saying that because, you know, it, it seems so disrespectful for an author as good as Sanderson. But I just, like, come on, man. Like, seriously. Is is that playing into like, the I, fact I hate that it when he's, characters like, do this, this honorable so, human being? Quote, unquote, or are honorable. we just getting... They won't take, I mean, like... I, I'm with you. I mean, I'm with the you. things, like... It... I know, but, like, even then, like, what's the point of, like, showing that much ego in a character... It could you be can ego. show that in other ways ego. very quickly. It could be. Like, hey, I need to accept I guess this because I need to save I guess, but it, it could also be showing that, like, you know, growth, if later he does accept a shard blade. A shard spear. I've always yeah, wondered that. Or, I always wonder if there's or, other shards. Cool like, like, if you had a shard, blade, own shard blade, and really you're like, okay, I'm going to think about it. And I'm going to turn it yeah. into a dual-wheeled nunchucks. Like, do you have shard nunchucks? Shard chucks. I don't care what you're calling it. I mean, that would be s- sweet. What? You ever play that shard game Soul chucks. Calibur? And shard this chucks. is like, I'll make it quick. You ever play that game Soul Calibur yeah. on the GameCube no, this... or whatever? Yeah, that would be sweet. So, like, um, you know how, like, each character would get his, like, own unique weapon, right? But then you could, uh, you could, like... Oh. I guess you could yes, I played so upgrade it or um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or no, you could you can get variants of the weapon. That's right. And they all looked weird, but the what the, the shard nunchucks made me think of is when they were like that, but I there's a guy that used nunchucks real. and they had blades on them. And I was like, Oh, that's right. That's right where that needs to be in my mind. <laughs> like it is shard blade nunchucks. Game over. Parshendi. Okay, that would be game over. I mean, would be, I would chucking shards everywhere. Money 
to see. I, don't know. I think it'd be super cool. Of, um, That's just me. With shard chucks. Um, so there is one thing that I really wanted to talk about, and it, and I love how Sanderson does this, where he kind of just like puts it in very nonchalantly, and he kind of just moves on. And I, I like that because it, um, I don't know, it, it, it makes the, the story feel a little bit more atmospheric, where it's not right. like trying to focus on getting the audience to pay attention to something and just telling you the story. And if the audience picks up on it, then great. If not, oh well. Um, mm -hmm. when I think it's Sen, when he's dying, he says something. The Black Piper of the Night. He watches the Black Piper in the Night. He holds this in his palm, plays a tune that no man can hear. I, okay, I don't know. I second, saw some fan art. I don't want to say anything. Who's a Black Piper? I saw night? some fan art. And... Say Zed. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is, I thought it was, I thought it was, sorry to cut no. you off, um, a prayer. Just a, you know, just a normal prayer that a certain religion says before they die. But then I'm like, no, this isn't it. This sounds like, uh, yeah, do you before remember the some of the graphs? I think it was the second part where it sounded like it was like these people's last, like, dying words. Well, and like. like Yes. I, I wonder if those were recorded accounts in so a journal of, of some sort of survivor herald-esque so. person and you know i saw some like i just said i saw some fan art and it was exactly what that person described but there's no name under it i just saw a fan art of the stormlight archive because i looked it up so like who could that be is that a person or is that like the reap is it, it's gotta be like a grim reaper-esque fellow you know what i mean yeah no i yeah yeah yeah, all the good stuff. Kronos, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, the god of death, I guess. Thanatos. Yeah. Um, there is a couple things, as always, uh, that I wanted to highlight. You know, necessary, and I didn't really know how to put it he, in. Uh, one thing funny. There must be a um, really sophisticated society the way they're really rock, civilized just, society like, comments about in some aspects. Because the way he talks to them is like almost like true. they're kind of stupid like like oh you stupid lowlanders yeah that's yeah. lesser than him yeah yeah, yeah. rock he popping off too much air it makes your mind soft it's all right though you're still family just the dumb ones i thought that was funny that was funny um and i think that was oh there was one more thing it was at the end of a certain chapter oh man i lost it uh man this this is you got it i promise nope. okay found it it says the history of man it's a drawing within the book it says the history of man the expulsion which was the loss of the Tranquilin Halls, the Desolations, which was the war against the Voidbringers, and then, okay. Our Ahariatium, the last Desolation, defeat of the Voidbringers, and the Recreants, which is the fall of the Knight's Radiance, 
and then the higher hierocracy, the failure of Warrenism. So it looks like it's outlining what looks like this five planet. different major events in the history of not just not necessarily humanity, but the history of civilization. Because mm-hmm. like, I imagine each of these things right. have caused a massive shift in just the era of civilization, mm-hmm. right? Kind of like how the Black Death to feudalism. It's like world-ending events. feels like all of these are like on that same level. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah. And I don't have, again, I don't really have anything to say about that. I just think that that's cool. Um, the other thing, and I, we already brought it up, was when he's talking to what I presume oh, is that, the I mean, Father or Stormfather, or the Almighty. So what is the Oath? He said, when he said the child of Tanabas, the child of honor, he said the Oath. The Oath Pact was shattered, which if, wasn't the Oath Pact uh, what uh, collapsed. Yeah, but that doesn't the, explain what it is. Jezreen, I think. the uh, Those heralds were, isn't that what they were talking about? They said that the Oath Pact is ended. Or, I think the Oath, my current theory is that the Oath Pact so was what, what the heralds and by extension the Knights Radiance were tasked with guarding humanity against the void bringers and then they just kept i have no clue but i think that they just got tired of it and they're, they're pretty like, you much know what? i think we'll be fine we're but we're done fighting so that's my current theory i don't okay so this is gonna get into some very philosophically heavy things i guess by definition they are a little dishonorable but for me, I'm like, you know what, man? I've fought for... They seem like immortal soldiers, right? They, it seems like they'll die and they'll respawn, essentially, and they'll come back into the battlefield. That has to suck. I'm sorry. Like, even if I signed up for this, you know, after a while, that's going to get really tiring. Because that has to hurt, too. Like, well, I can't imagine that it doesn't... They don't feel the pain when they die. In honesty, so imagine feeling the pain of death. Be kind of cool over and over and over again. Well, it's a re-experience of an experience that you've already experienced, and then like what? you change one no, small thing, no and then it's like a cascade. So you, if you're immortal, you can eventually see a bajillion different outcomes. What? Like that's pretty cool. Like you just kind of like. Oh, I've seen it all before, but yet you can always make a new outcome. Because if you like sit down and think about it, if you record the happenings, right, you can always change a little bit and then something new every time. So like really they're getting bored for no reason. Just my thought. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> if I blew your mind, it's fine. Points, but I really don't know what to say to that. But I know what I can say moving forward, though, is that does bring us to the end of this episode. And I, I don't know. I feel I'm picking up, man. And I, I really, really do want to see more POVs. And I, I probably will get them in the interludes. So you know, whatever. I'll wait for that. Uh, but let's see that does it for chapter 47 after that we'll go ahead and finish off chapter 48 
all the way down to mm. let's go ahead and do chapter mm. 52 i think that'll be interesting that we don't end it at the end of the interludes and we actually end it at the first chapter of the new part yeah. storm Elimination. Cool. so again that'll be chapter 48 strawberry to 52 a highway to the sun um, yeah that you're right that doesn't yeah, sound like a stormlight uh, archive ish interesting names it, it makes it sound like a completely different series Yeah. But, like I said, chapters 48 all the way down to 52. Um, Wait, next two? Next week, we'll be covering the next two episodes, which will come out for House of the Dragon. So. You're right. Yeah, it'll be next week. Right, right, because we did episodes one through four. And then episode five will come out this Sunday. But, um,. And then, yeah, so we'll have two episodes to talk about next time, which is actually perfect. I think that's more, that works out better. But anyways, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next time.